0: Welcome everybody, Supreme Being, another episode for you. Uh, so this one is always sponsored by Team BC. If you need us for real estate worldwide, we got you. Go to teambcsold.com. Number two, Modern Success. We have our second members-only live event. It's for my coaching program, members-only, and we're doing it August 10th, so it's less than a month away. If you want to sign up, go to my bio on Instagram, the link in the bio, or you can go to BrianCasella.com and it's on the front page. The link is in every description of every video, podcast, Instagram, you can find it. And number two, or sorry, number three, EXP Realty. For all the real estate agents, if you want to join, go to join.exprealty.com. Or you can message me and I'll give you some more information, okay? A couple things I want to touch on in the beginning, okay? So if you have questions on Instagram or Zoom, hold them to the end. One thing I just noticed right now is I clicked. I went on Facebook, right? And this is funny. I go on Facebook and it's somebody's birthday. Okay, Um, and you know, usually when you click on Facebook, it gives you the whole, the whole, um, what's it called? The whole timeline, right? Multiple people, two, three, four, five, six, 10, 20, depending on how many friends you have and how many birthdays fall on that day. And I noticed that hardly anybody has their actual fucking birthday, okay? Now, it makes me laugh because having conversations with a lot of these people, I realize that most of them are insecure about their age. Men and women. And I'm like, dude, you know, to me, that's such a trivial thing to be worried about. How could you let your fucking age stop you or make you feel uncomfortable? Who cares? I just turned fucking 33 a month ago. I don't give a shit. If you think I look 40, 45, 20, I don't care. It's just a fucking number. When did it become so fucking important that everyone has to hide their age or be like, well, what do you think? You think I'm younger? Like, who gives a shit? Do what you're gonna do. Your age doesn't fucking mean shit, okay? Now I wanted to make that statement because not everybody's insecure about their age, but the majority of them, because I've tested it and talked to them, are insecure about their age and it's pathetic. So if we can't handle that simple thing, and I'm reminded of these simple things all the time, how can you expect to do something big if something so petty and non-significant fucks with you? You, you, you hide your social media. You won't talk about the subject because. Oh, I was born this year and I feel old. Crazy, right? Something to think about. So I read a quote earlier and it's kind of inspiring this podcast, okay? Um, Shout out to Robert Ory. He was part of the championship series of the 3 p in the late 90s, early 2000s when the Los Angeles Lakers uh, won three championships in a row, right? He was one of the players. He hit some clutch shots. Shout out to him. He said a quote that I read that is brilliant. Simple yet brilliant. It said, Pressure can burst the pipe, or pressure can create a diamond. I'll say it again. Pressure can burst a pipe or a pipeline, make it explode, or it can make a diamond. That same thing does both. And I think at how many people follow me, how many people I know, how many people I see, how many people in the world are experiencing, let's say this drink I have here is pressure, okay? Okay. They experience it a certain way, in a negative way, or they look at it from a negative frame. Let's start with that. Let's let's start with how we view that word. Now, when I say pressure to a lot of people, they fold. I just say pressure, and they're like, oh, my God, that's not good. Oh, no, too much pressure. There's already a negative connotation on it. Versus somebody like me, I know what it does. I know what it draws out of a human being, because when you're put under pressure, man, like let's say as a human being, You get put under pressure and your flight or fight gets activated. What people don't realize is like, let's say I get nervous before I make a call. When you get nervous, you actually are a little bit sharper. Your focus is more in tune. You're more in the moment. Like you're there. It's just more intense. So it's actually like a benefit. I used to get upset, for example, back in the day when I would still feel nervous before basketball games. I had a long basketball career and i remember one of my coaches told me, dude, look look at that as a good thing because you're sharper.
1: You're sharper. You're more here. You're more alert. And i was like, man, that's genius. And when i flipped that in my mind,
0: i started using the energy and becoming more effective with it, which is what i tell a lot of people, it's a quick switch you can make in your mind that helps you with a lot of this stuff. So, pressure pressure. Okay? Can burst the pipe or make a diamond. And when I think about that, i am I dude, No wonder I've been able to do what I do because I constantly, number one, put myself in pressure. Number two, I look at it the right way. Number three, I realize that it draws something out of you that a lot of people will not get drawn out of them otherwise. Case in point, somebody starts something new. A lot of people who follow me are in real estate, they're in business, sales, whatever, right? The first day you start or the first day you show up, can be intimidating for a lot of people, right? It's like, oh man, I'm new, I don't know anybody. Like if I have to make calls, I don't know what to say to a lot of people that puts them in that state. Now the first thing I do when people are all riled up, I say, man, this, this is the energy you need. Because on the flip side, when you've been in this business for fucking 20 years, most people are lazy. So they're the antithesis of that, they're the opposite. But this energy is better. Apathy is not gonna help you in anything. At least with nervousness, you have energy behind it. It's stored up energy that you can release, okay? You just have to channel it correctly. But simply, like I said earlier, looking at it from a different perspective will automatically change your course. Because if I view it as a necessary component, for example, versus an inconvenience, how is that gonna change my, my mode of action, my intensity, My viewpoint on it, my emotions, it's gonna shift it completely. Because if I view it as a necessary component, I just accept it as part of the game. And I'm like, okay, of course I'm gonna feel this way. Of course this is gonna happen. Look what I'm doing. Now it's not even in your mind anymore. You're just like, okay, let's do this thing. Yeah, I feel pressure, but okay, that's part of the game. Versus someone else who views it as negative, sees it, feels it, and they start backing up. They're like, oh, I can't deal with this, man. I didn't know there was gonna be this much pressure. So simply, Again, the perspective on it already shifts everything. Just that alone will cost somebody to either succeed or fail. Forget anything else. And when I read that quote, I was like, dude, that's fucking genius because that's a very simple metaphor and explanation and depiction of
1: that teaching that even a 10-year-old can understand, like clearly. So the people
0: that are following me are listening to this podcast, right? Right? I guarantee you today or in the last 24 hours, you've put yourself or you've been put in a position where you feel pressure, career-wise, relationship-wise, health-wise, something. So my question to you is, how are you responding to that shit? What happens right after that, that moment right after when you initially feel the pressure? What are you doing? That, that's where we start. That's where we take the magnifying glass and we look. Because when that shit happens to me, I get excited and I'm like, okay, let's do this thing. I love that pressure. Like, you know, whenever you have to confront somebody or you have to make a phone call to like a client that maybe you made a mistake or something, like there's bad news and you have to tell them, right? We dread those moments. Or when we have to confront somebody because we caught them lying, some shit like that, right? I don't care who you are, even though I do it all the time, that shit still is uncomfortable to me. It's not comfortable for anybody, okay? But there's a difference between the individual who handles it and picks up the phone and makes the call And I'm telling you, while I make that call, I'm still like, fuck, I don't want to do this shit. While the phone is ringing, sometimes I'm saying that to myself. But I don't care what I'm saying because I'm taking the action. And as soon as that other person picks up the phone or I confront them, all that's gone. But I took the action, you see? Because if you don't, this is what happens. This is what happens. You end up bottling and trapping all these emotions and communications inside of you. And there's like a lag. There's like a a buildup of it. And you want to keep these lines clear. Your body can only handle so much. And also, you pattern yourself with how you're responding to these things. So if every time I'm presented with pressure, I keep backing off, guess what? That is now going to be your automatic motor response in your subconscious mind because you keep doing this shit over and over. Yet, the outside, the public, people who are uneducated on the subject will tell you you have no control over it. Yes, you fucking do. 100% you have control over it. That's, some, that's the worst little cop-out bullshit I've ever heard. Oh, you have no control over it. We have no control on the emotion
1: firing 100% because we're human. But what you do after that is 100% under your control. Is it not?
0: You may have, again, fallen into a pattern where you're not aware of what you're doing, but it's 100% under your
1: control. Now, if you can't accept that, then you can't make change. So, So let's handle that. Why would you not be in control? Are you saying that an emotion that generates
0: in your body from your, your, your DNA, which means a hardwired response that we've developed as human beings because we used to be in tribes, that is higher, more of a decision maker, and more in control than your logic and reason in your own mind?
1: How ridiculous does that sound? The human being is amazing. Like, look back in history, okay?
0: We used to have to fucking fight off the weather, you know, conditions, animals. Fuck, we barely had huts. Now, you fast forward to 2019, and we can't handle the pressure because we have to work or get up on time or make a phone call. Like, when you grab that large perspective on it, you you almost laugh. You want to laugh. So even sometimes with myself, if I ever have those moments of weakness, that's what I do. That's an exercise I do. I look just I, I take a bigger perspective and I'm like, is this really that scary? Is it really that of an inconvenience? Is it really that much of a big deal or is it not? And I'm like, no, of course not. Of course not. Right? And we went through an exercise on the modern success lecture on Sunday. So for the members that are on, you know, that little exercise we used the uh, uh I think it was called the the three the three game that we did. That helps with this, by the way. It gets your mind in the right place. So moving forward, I would recommend that everybody become aware because you know typically in your day, even from your pattern schedule, when things are going to come up that are going to activate that pressure in you. And you need to be ready for the next time so you can respond accordingly. Because once you start responding accordingly over and over, guess what? You just built a new pattern. And your mind wants to shove as much as possible into your subconscious mind to be automatic because your conscious mind can only handle so much. The more your mind can push to the subconscious, right, the better it is for you in the long run because imagine if you had to blink your eyes, if you had to breathe, you wouldn't be able to do it. If you had to pump your heart so it pumps the blood through you, you're happy that that's in your subconscious and it's just automatic. Now, what if we start pushing into our subconscious and pattern in the right shit? What would be your potential if you started doing that? Systematically, you took flaws of yours that could be changed and you started doing that. How beneficial would that be to you in your life? Now, as I'm saying that, even if you don't understand the words that I'm using, just know it's possible. You can change what you do. If you're a chain smoker, if you're a porn addict, if you um, have the bad mindset about money, you can change that shit. A hundred percent. And you can start literally step-by-step patterning yourself with new beliefs, new philosophies, new actions, new ways of being that now create the result that you would desire. But you have to do the work. But the first part is understanding what I'm saying and actually believing it's going to work because that's where people fuck up. You get the perfect system. You get advice from me or whoever it is that you're listening to. But deep down inside, you're like, ah, that shit's not going to work. And I don't care if you're given the best system. If you Do not believe that it's going to work. It's not going to fucking work. You will self-sabotage. Something will happen, and then you'll point the finger and say, oh, I told you it didn't work when it was your pathetic ass not doing it right and not believing. I can tell right away. I can give somebody some good advice and say, okay, you like that? And just how they respond to it, even in text, I can tell if they believe in it or not. Hey, man, I have a question about this. Okay, do this. And their answer is
1: K or "okay." I'm like, okay, it's not gonna work for this person. And we can tell right away, immediately, because I've been in that interaction so often that now,
0: again, I pick up on people's patterns. It's very obvious. We think that human beings are very complicated. They're not. We're simple fucking creatures, very simple. And if you understand what I just said, and understand that you can crack the code to understanding them, and, and guess what? Acquiring the blueprint to change yourself, because that's all I've done, I've been working on myself. And as this gets rewired and change, everything on the outside keeps improving and changing. Okay, some of my best leaps and bounds when it comes to communication was shit that I had to handle internally.
1: Here's a couple examples. You're afraid to speak. Number two, you're insecure about how you speak, your voice, your accent. Maybe you talk a little bit too fast, too slow. You think you're going to sound dumb, et cetera, et cetera. You lack experience, whatever it is.
0: Most of the stuff that you're going to do that's going to improve in a lot of these categories first is handled here. I want to make more money. First and foremost, I need to understand money and think about it in a way that's going to benefit, and lead to me making more money. It's like if you want an orange tree, what do you plant in the soil and water? A seed that's going to sprout an orange tree. If I give you an apple seed, I don't give a fuck how much you water it and talk to it and expect it to be an orange tree. It's not. But that's what most people
1: are doing. Without even realizing it. So if I want more money, okay, how do the people that have a lot of money, how do they think? I need to start adopting
0: it. Even if it conflicts with my beliefs and philosophies on it, I need to adopt that because they're where I want to be. Now it may go against everything you were taught, that's okay, you know why? Because you need to be able to self-evaluate belief systems and philosophies for yourself. And say, hey, as long as I'm not breaking laws or hurting anybody, if I adopt that belief and philosophy, fuck, I mean, I'm just looking at his, In that field, in that area of life, he seems to be doing much better. So you know what? Maybe I should adopt that belief in philosophy because look at my circumstances and look at theirs. And you can substitute money with anything, relationships, communication skills, physique and health, and just look. Because when you study those individuals, whether their personal style is different or not, there's a lot of common denominators and you can pick up on it. Now part of everything If we can wrap it up, pressure is an element because anytime you break through to the next level, there's a set amount of pressure that you're going to feel. And by the way, as you guys become more successful, make more money, get more clients, build bigger bigger businesses, et cetera, et cetera, the pressure increases. It doesn't decrease. I have more pressure on me now than I had on me six months ago, a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, last week. And it continuously mounts, but it's okay because I can handle it and more. You're only given what you can handle. And if you fail that test, you just demonstrate it to whatever you believe in that you can't handle it, and you're going to be there, and you're going to stay at that level until you can fucking handle it. And once you handle it, then you're given the next level. And eventually, that pressure that you can handle equals the pressure of a diamond, and you start getting diamond results in these areas. Does this make sense? It's an accumulation. It's a gradient scale. It goes like that. That's what people have forgotten. Life, acquiring skills, improvement is a gradient scale. It goes like this. It doesn't go overnight. It goes like this. Why is that so hard to accept? We know that. Yet when the next little fad comes out, you don't have to, you don't have to handle pressure.
1: Buy my one, two, three step system, and you'll be a gazillionaire in twenty four hours. We believe it. Yet we know it's bullshit. Why? Why? If you understood some of these basic datums and axioms,
0: which is the laws of what I'm talking about, it would be very clear to you what you need to do. You wouldn't be distracted. You wouldn't listen to the white noise. You would keep doing your shit. You wouldn't worry about what people tell you. And you would just be the straight fucking arrow that just pierces through everything. For example, run this scenario through your mind for everybody listening and calculate to yourself. And I'm going to tell you at the end how I responded to it, but calculate to yourself how you would respond and compare it with what I say, okay? In my first real estate office, a lot of people, not everybody, right? The productive people never said this about me, but most people in the office called me the robot. I did the same thing every day, same time. He's a robot, blah, bum, bum, bum he does this, he does that, in a passive aggressive or joking way, right? Now that was one joke among many that I was given all the time, okay? You know what I did? You know what I did? I would look right back at them and say, that's the exact reason I'm successful and you're not. Because what does robot actually mean? You mean I'm doing the same thing over and over. Is that not the fucking
1: formula to be successful in this business? I shot back. Or I just kept doing what I was doing. Whereas most people
0: would come to me or a teacher of theirs and say, people are talking shit about me. What do I do about
1: it? that question is presented. And I'm like, why is your focus and attention on how to handle them? That's backwards. You don't handle them. You just keep doing what you're doing. So it's two completely different reactions. Now the person who
0: now gets mentally occupied and tries to figure this out, they're the ones who can't handle that pressure of the peers. They can't handle it. That's why they're trying to eliminate it or question it while I just fucking run through it. You see? So that's a demonstration of either passing or failing a test that's presented to you. That's a test, by the way. How about the person that comes and bugs you every day and you complain about it because you won't tell them, hey, leave me the fuck alone. I make calls from this time to this time. Stop talking to me, please. Bye-bye. Why can't we do that? Oh, well, I want to be nice. Hi. And then you waste fucking an hour talking to them every fucking day or every other day. Because you want to be nice. It's like, hey, dude, I'm making calls. If you want to chat, let's chat at lunch, okay? Peace. Back on the phone. They'll learn their lesson very quickly, and they'll go to the person who always talks to them. You see? So every little scenario that I'm describing is a little test. It's like sprinkled on you. Here's a test. Here's a test. Here's a test. So every single action you take and how you handle every situation, you need to look at more critically and say, how am I handling it? Am I passing or failing the test? because that's really what's going on here. When you look at it from that perspective, it makes you a lot more aware and sharp throughout your day, which is what you need to be. I've been saying this for years. You have to be more aware during the day and not be a fucking zombie, because you're just getting your ass kicked when you're a zombie and you're not even realizing it. That's the worst part. And then at the end of the week, you're like, fuck, how come I'm not getting results? Dude, you're fucking up. You're fucking up, but you don't even realize it because you're so in zombie mode and you're unaware. But that's the way we were raised. I'm aware all the fucking time. That's why I love watching the fucking nature shows, man. Those animals are aware. They're fast asleep snoring. One little twig breaks, they're like, what's there? And they're not gonna stop until they know it's safe. While we allow people to talk shit to us, step all over us,
1: disrespect us, and all of that we do to ourselves too. Not just other people, but we do it to ourselves. And it's acceptable.
0: Since when? Why is that okay? And then when certain individuals like me call that out and say,
1: okay, that's ass backwards. I get labeled the bad guy. Really? Okay. Cool.
0: I get results for me and people that study my shit. If that makes me the bad guy, I'm all for it. 100%. 100 fucking percent. Without a doubt. Okay. So we circle back to the beginning. Pressure. A lot of you, even if you think you're handling a lot of pressure right now, you need more. So you need to put more on you, the right pressure, not stupid pressure, the right pressure. Where do you need improvement? If you need improvement in your communication, sign your ass up for Toastmasters and get your ass on stage and volunteer every time you go. That's a pressure you need. If you are a man listening to me and you want to get better at getting women, you get your ass out and you go talk to girls and you put yourself under pressure every day until you get better. You want to make more money? Put yourself under pressure. Challenge your fucking beliefs and philosophies on money. Start spending a little bit of money where you normally don't. One thing that I changed in the beginning, I started valeting everywhere I went, even with the shittiest car that I had. I valeted because the successful people valet and they don't worry about the extra five bucks that it is. I started doing that just to push myself and pressure myself. Even though everything inside me was saying, don't fucking do it. It's a waste of money. I said, that's the old bullshit
1: conditioning. I'm fucking valeting. Done. Done. But see, who puts themselves in that position? You. You
0: have to put yourself under that pressure. So if you're sitting at home listening to this on the couch and you're not doing shit, even though things and scenarios are running through your head, then you don't want it. Then in that case, I don't even know why you'd be listening to me. I handled the areas that I wanted to handle, and I continue to handle them every single day, and that's why I keep getting bigger and bigger and more successful in the areas that I focus on. I'm not going backwards. I'm going forward very quickly like a fucking bullet train, boom,
1: while everyone else is kind of jogging, and they think they're going fast until they see the train, they're like, oh, shit, I thought I was going fast, okay? So... Take this next
0: week, shit, in the next 24 hours before I do my next episode, and put yourself in at least one or two more scenarios. And if you're already doing stuff that puts you under pressure, hang in there a little bit more. Put a little bit more pressure on yourself. And tell yourself, I'm going to become the fucking diamond. I'm not going to burst. I'm going to become a diamond because it's that same pressure. Okay? So with that said, I'll keep it short and sweet. I'll open it up to questions if anybody has any. I'll take questions for maybe five or 10 minutes. And then I will end uh, this episode and we'll resume in 24 hours at the same time, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time.
1: Okay. So I'll hang around for a couple questions if you guys have some. Where are we at? Where are we at? Daily routine. I have a YouTube video on that, Jimmy. I recommend you
0: watch it. Daily schedule, something like that. Just signed up for MS. Keith, what's up, man? I think you posted in the group. Welcome, bro. Are you currently growing your team? Not at the moment. No, we're not hiring. Uh, Just came on here. Ask any question, Jim. Bless. LOL, I mean. Yes, thank you, brother. You too.
1: Cat, have you ever had a Thai massage? Um, no, I don't think so. No, a mess in the building. <sighs> Fucking cat, he's funny. You guys don't have any questions, I'll end it. It's up to you. It's up to you, we're hanging around for you. What are you doing, man? I'm talking to my cat. You
0: recommend I get on moder- I recommend everybody gets on Modern Success, Nick. Yes, 100%. What year in real estate did you start to see major growth? Uh, second and third year, Jimmy, for sure. Do you think you can be successful in real estate if you only do it part-time? You'll never get full-time results with part-time effort. Now, if success to you in real estate is sell five homes and make $30,000, then yeah, you can do that. What do you, uh, do you think it's bad to sit on equity on your house? Uh, not necessarily. No, Uh, but I guess it depends on the situation, Joe. You know, if you have a lot of equity and you only have one property, then maybe. Now, if you're over leveraged in every single property, you keep pulling out equity lines of credit, then that's also bad. So I just think it depends on your situation. If you have an investment portfolio, if you don't, how much equity you have, where you're buying, are they good investments? There's a lot of variables in it too, you know, but just in general, I don't think it's bad unless, um, unless the person is very uneducated on investing, then yeah. Apartment buildings. No, I don't have anything more than four units. No. Should do a vlog on the cat. I've done a few cat videos, Camille, but they kill my YouTube channel. One of the reasons I get like only a couple thousand views on my videos is because I always do random shit and the algorithm doesn't like it. So they end up putting me in front of people less. But
1: maybe I'll keep doing it because that's what I want to do. Jim, most
0: uh, brokerages want new people. So maybe you just got unlucky. Yes, 17 at the moment. Yes, Nick. If you're 17 now, by the time you're 18, you could already be a monster. What's your why? My why changes all the time, Jimmy, and I don't really focus on it. Right. G- going vegan. How has it changed you? It's been great, dude. I've done some videos as well, bro, on YouTube. I have a playlist on veganism. I recommend you watch it. it shows you kind of what I eat, how I feel, and some of the benefits. I think flipping is a good idea. Sure, if you get the right, if you get the, uh, the right deals. Yeah next five years in real estate, um, next five years, next five years probably add two more solid people to my team. And as far as the income, I would say at least triple the GCI that we're doing in the next five years. If you had hundred K, how would you invest it? Um, I'd put 20 K in the bank and probably spend the rest on, uh, investment properties. Getting into commercial deals. I've done a few, but I'm not going to focus on it. Kids don't think so. Uh, Working on another job two days a week, would it affect your real estate business? Um, I don't think so. Not too much, you know, especially in the beginning when uh, you want to build some momentum and you want to keep a little bit of side hustle to make some money. That's fine. Do you have a link to where I can get into modern success. Yes, Nick, it's the link in my bio on Instagram. So just go to the link in my bio. timeshare no matter what you sell Cecilia you need to get basic understanding of sales and the language of sales and how sales works so I have a bunch of free YouTube videos on that or you're welcome to get on modern success I have a lot of sales and certain vaults as far as teachings but you just have to learn sales it's a science it's very easy do you feel lost while studying no I didn't think anything my mindset was I need to memorize this shit and pass the test that's it I wasn't even thinking about getting lost. I said, I'm never going to use any of this bullshit. I just need to study it and memorize it and know enough to pass the test.
1: That's it. That was my mindset. Um, I attracted the agents that I have now through social
0: media and they had high level of coachability and desire. That's how I picked them. You're welcome. Okay, guys, I'm going to end it here. Thank you for being here. Another great episode. We'll be back in 24 hours. If you're interested in anything real estate worldwide, go to tbcsold.com. We'll take care of you personally or we'll send you to the best in your area. Number two, modern success. For the people who are asking about my coaching program, go to briancasella.com or you can go to the link in my bio on Instagram. And number three, eXp Realty. If you're interested in eXp and you wanna talk to me, DM me on Instagram or Facebook or email tbcsold.com. Or if you wanna get in your app immediately, Go to join.exprealty.com, okay? Peace, we'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same place, Supreme Being, the number one podcast on the planet right now. You heard, peace.